audience. Not <laughs> Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Fright to the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, um, and I know we're going to have a really fun show tonight because everybody was laughing right before it started, and I think the uh, I, I think the uh, it was recorded that, so that's awesome. So it's going to start <laughs> off with people laughing and then the music. So that is uh, that's a great way to start it off. Um, so before we get into my guests, uh, I want to welcome my co-host, uh, Laura Jean Mamere. Um, How are you doing, Laura? Hey, hey, I'm doing good. How are you, John? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Um, Absolutely. Next, uh, yeah. So we've got um, also tonight as a special guest, we've got Jimmy Dempster here. How you doing, Jimmy? What's up, brother? Thanks for having me. Uh, definitely, definitely. I've had you on the Independent Corner before, so I was glad that we got a chance to have you on on Frights the Roundtable as well. So awesome. Um, and uh, we also have uh, Jeffrey S. Farley. How are you doing, Jeffrey? Good. How are you doing tonight, Jonathan? I'm doing fantastic. Um, so, okay, so this is pretty cool because we've got two two guests who both kind of don't have, like, the same thing that they do. You know, I mean, uh, Jeff, you have acted before and, and different stuff, but, you know, your main thing is special effects and makeup. And, uh, Jimmy, your, yours is acting. Uh, so, um, first of all, I guess, Jimmy, um, Tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into the world, like the film industry? I just lucky, I guess. I think you got to be a little, a little bit crazy and a little bit uh, <laughs> driven for sure, but a little bit crazy and a little bit stupid maybe at the same time to get into this thing. I just kind of fell into it one day. Um, I think, yeah, I think like I, I told you the last time we spoke, uh, it was just one of those things. A buddy of mine told me that they were having uh, auditions for a movie called uh, Rockabilly Zombie Weekend in Florida. And I just showed up and they just had me do a bunch of reads and they were like, Oh yeah, you, you have to read for this character and you have to read for that character. And I'm sitting there looking at it. I didn't know nothing, dude. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what a read was. I didn't know what sides were. I had no idea. I went in completely stone cold, you know? And so I, I right. did an audition. That I, would, I did an audition that I would imagine, you know, looking back now was probably the worst audition probably in history. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so, and, uh, uh, hey, I, you know, you got into it that way that's awesome yeah well i mean yeah i mean long story long story short i got booked uh i got booked as a, an extra a zombie extra and i i just i got the bug I, I got bit i was on that movie for about two weeks we worked all summer uh, all night shoots night into the day and i was just like this is what i need to be i was looking at the principal actors and i was like i want to do that i was just excited and enamored with the special effects and all that and i was like man this is just what i got to do i got to pursue this now <laughs> All That's right. so great. Right. That's so fun. It's always right place, right time, you know, those right moments in your life. You know, it's yeah. like those windows open up and it's like, wow, this just caught me, you know, caught my attention. That's absolutely amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, what about you, Jeffrey? How did you get into the film industry? 
Right. I, I was, um, I mean, I, I had a different, a, a different story. I grew up over in uh, Glendale uh, in California, which is a suburb of, of Los Angeles. And I was just like over the hill from Hollywood. And, and um, as a kid, I started seeing all kinds of stuff. I saw King Kong on TV and Seventh Ward just some bad. And, and I found out who Ray Harryhausen was and, you know, Godzilla. And uh, I, I, I caught wind of a, of a flick called Equinox that um, Dennis Muir and he's up at ILM and won many Oscars and kind of David Allen and Jim Danforth did and, and uh, got released uh, by Jack Harris who did The Blob and and uh, I saw it when it came out and I had seen them on TV with all the puppets and I said, wow, this is what I want to do. And on top of that, it turned out that it was shot around where I grew up, so... Um, so I started meeting all these guys. I just looked them up in the phone book and started calling them and bugging them, and, and I ended up becoming a friend of Forrest J. Ackerman, who edited Famous Monsters. And, and from there, I just I ended up uh, getting my first thing on a film called Kingdom of the Spiders with uh, William Shatner, and the rest is history. Nice. Kind of went from there. So. That's amazing. That is cool. That was a long yeah, I mean, to be able to work with... <laughs> To be able to well, work with speaking, people like William Shatner is awesome. You know, well, I didn't speaking, work with Shatner. Uh, uh, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but I met Bill later, but we talked about it. But, uh, but go ahead, Laura. I didn't want to interrupt you. Well, no, what I was going to say is um, also, like, Jeff, you had such an extensive background as far as the work you worked on. Like, you went from working on something like The Blob and then, you know, come to find out, um, didn't you work on, uh, what was it? It was The World of Color for Walt Disney's uh, television series? I did. Um, and that must have been, that must have been, God, Earth Star Voyager, I guess, over at Lance Anderson's shop. And I just did, oh, a, wow. I just did one of the, yeah, I did one of the Prostea characters for it, the, the guy who's like a cyborg character. and, and uh, But it was one of those things that just came through the shop and, and it just got thrown, yeah. thrown at me, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun, you know. It was, you know, yeah. like it was Disney. My fiance was impressed, so. <laughs> so. Uh, I just have such a big, I love that form of special effects. I'm totally into that. Um, I am, you know, in my 20s, and you'd think I'd be into that whole CGI stuff, but for me, <laughs> I, I have such more respect for special effects artists and the work that goes into it and working in horror myself, and, you know, being a horror actress myself, I love getting my hands dirty and I love, and this goes back to Jimmy, like I'm sure with you now in horror as well as an actor, it's so much fun to have those amazing special effects crews working with you and diving in and just doing it. And so I want to give, like, a shout-out to you, Jeff. Like, it's not those people. It's hard. It is not easy. It's an art form, and I miss it, and I wish there was more of it. Yeah. Well, there's 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 more. There's there's a lot more coming down the pike. But uh, you'll be honest with you. I mean, I, 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 you know, my I I have to uh, to give a lot of credit to to the actors themselves. You know, people like Jimmy yeah. and yourself and and who are who are willing to take this stuff. And <laughs> you know, sometimes um, you know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not always a pleasant situation. The glue and the the latex and you know the blood and all that stuff, but it's you know, but working with with uh, good actors, 
Always, always is a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And how about going back to you, Jimmy, going on that same subject, was there a film that you worked on specifically or are there multiple films where you had the pleasure of working with an awesome effects crew? Well, I, like I said, I, I have to agree with you. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s and, like, early 90s, yeah. so we grew up in the heyday of just, you know, yeah. slasher films and, like, the, the big heavy effects, like practicals and special effects, and that's the stuff we grew up on. I think we're all fans, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's just the stuff that I appreciate. I mean, I'm not CGI. You know, it's cool when it's needed. Um, I, I understand if you're going to sink a Titanic or if you're going to, you know, something like that, that makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. <all> films, <laughs> you know, like that stuff, some of that stuff just, that still holds up. I mean, a lot of times, uh, you'll see a movie and they'll have like a CGI creature or a werewolf or something like that. And it's just like, ah, uh, it just takes me out of it. And I'd, I'd, I'd much mm-hmm. prefer, Rick Baker, Rob Routine kind of type, uh, you know, heavy practical makeup effect. And as far as, like you mentioned, being being able to – I've had squibs. I've had, you know, stuff, all that stuff, and it, it's so cool. It's rad. It puts you into it. It helps create a character. It really, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, Jeff, I do real quick want to ask because – uh, this is basically going to be full moon month. It feels like uh, there's going to be a ton of full moon um, people. People who've worked on full moon pictures and Empire. Um, you worked in Empire for like you know, a good amount. Um, can you tell us what it was like working on movies like Arena and uh, Cellar Dweller, which I just watched both of them, and the monster effects in freaking Cellar Dweller were amazing, and so were so were Arena. Can you tell us a little bit about working on those projects? Sure. Well, um, I, you know, like a lot of a lot of guys, I was at Gloria, and I knew who John Buechler was, and 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 uh, I knew where the shop was. It was close to where I lived, and so every once in a while I'd go over there and I'd try to bug an interview out of them or I'd call them, and and it, it seemed like it took forever. I ended up working on makeup effects labs and then going to Lance Anderson's, but but I. Uh, I, I worked um, at John's after I worked at Lance's on Serpent and the Rainbow, and and uh, I got hired on a film called Prison, mm-hmm. and we were doing Garbage Pail Kids movie at the same time. But but from there it was about eight months, and we just worked on Cellar Dweller. I missed out on working on the actual production of it, but while I was working there. We ended up needing to do some insert shots, so we ended up doing some transformation stuff. And I built a, a, a puppet of the character that burns up, which was which was that was fun. But uh, um, and then a few months later, we ended up um, you know doing Arena, which is a show that almost really didn't get done because the money was it was so tough for them to get the money together for it, but. Um, my goal for working for Charlie Band and, and Beekler and uh, Empire was to go to Italy, and and I uh, was given a choice of staying and working on uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, which which John Beekler was going on to direct, or go to Italy on Arena. And mm-hmm. I, I knew what I was there for, so I, I went to Italy, and that was that was three months over there, just a lot of fun. Working, uh, I mean, just every day with with some creature or 
and some pretty cool stuff at the studio too because it was built you know the Olympus studio and there's a lot of history there so it was, it was a lot of fun going to Rome every weekend was was, was kind of fun too so it was like three months over there of just you know just uh, some great times definitely yeah, cool. um so Jimmy um I have to ask this and then I guess I'll ask um Jeff, the same question, but I want to ask, what what has been the most challenging role that you've had to play? And Jeff, obviously, I'll, I'll rephrase it for you, but uh, what, was the, what was the most challenging role for you to play as far as the stuff that you've done so far? Uh, challenging, I think, um, I think probably off the top of my head was a, a film I just recently did. Um, it was called Fury of the Dragon. It just wrapped. It's actually in L.A. right now in post. Um, it's actually, it actually retitled it. It's called The Fury. It's going to be called The Fury now. I just found out today before we went on. <laughs> I just fucked <laughs> it with the Yeah, you know, things, things happen, things happen. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But I, um, my character, I play a character called the Ghost Killer, and he is just a nasty son of a bitch. I mean, like, probably a lot of the stuff that I've done has been pretty, pretty close. It's been pretty borderline, but this is, this, this guy just goes all the way. And it was, uh, I don't think there's anything I don't do in this film. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Just, I, guess yeah. we, I guess we'll just put it that way. It's heavy duty, heavy duty stuff, heavy practical effects, a lot of gore. Um, that was, that was kind of tough to get to a character. Like a lot of people just could just turn it on, but to get to, you know, as a dad, as a husband, I'm just a, you know, I'm just me. But to get to that level yeah. where I'm like, you know, you know, torturing people and killing kids and stuff like that, and <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I always get cast. I always get cast as these, you know, nasty sons of bitches. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty tough. I'm not gonna lie, that took a lot out of me, <laughs> for sure. Well, you have this awesome right. look about you too, and may I ask? Um, Jimmy, how tall are you? How about five nine, five ten. Yeah, I mean, you look like in your photos, you just have this like a very like nice, big, strong energy about you. I almost feel like you could be um, a WWE wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that a couple of times too. I don't think I'm not that stupid. <laughs> You never know, you might have to play a wrestler, so. You never know, I might have to do that one day, too. Yeah, it's true. I'm not ruling that out. Hey, there's not <laughs> enough wrestling movies out there. You never exactly. know. <laughs> that, that's a genre that needs to come back. Oh, yeah. Wrestling, wrestling and hockey, because I love hockey. I need to see more hockey movies. And Jimmy, with your body down. and your build, you'd make a great hockey player. <laughs> I don't know, hockey, hockey wrestling movie would be cool, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Together, so. There you Slap go. Slap chat. Slap chat. I think there I'm sure there's there's stuff being made, but that, that does sound awesome, like hockey and wrestling together in you one in, like, like movie. You, Az- you know. You put an Aztec mummy in it and it's like you got you got the whole thing, so Oh God. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. I love I love this story already. I'm still waiting for myself. I'm waiting for someone to make a Snow White horror film for me because everyone always tells me I look like Snow White. And I am dying to be like a Snow White cannibal. 
So I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> Yeah. All right, people. Filmmakers <laughs> listening, go right here. It's, right. it's, uh, it's, it's like the dwarves that have to be careful. <laughs> it's not I the apple that she eats anymore, is it? What? Say again, John? I was going to say, it's not oh, the yeah. apple that she eats. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not, it's not the apple that she eats. Yeah, it's a completely different... <laughs> Who knows? Like, I just think it would be really interesting, you know, like the dwarf, or like the dwarfs are cannibals, you know, like, no one knows, like, <laughs> people go missing. <laughs> well, there you go, it's out of the universe now, so it's, it's going to come back to you. So there we go. Okay. On that note, though, so, Jeff, let's uh, ask the question that John yeah. would ask. Go ahead, John. Yeah. Well, basically, I'm uh, say the same thing, kind of like what was the yeah. most challenging, um, I guess, project for you to work on? Gee, it's like uh, out of all of them, I mean, I'd have to say that maybe Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys might have might have been the toughest one because of the, just the super short sh- shooting schedule that we had, which, I mean, I think we got the show in 2002, and then it didn't actually start going until 2004. And then by the time they started, we had, I think, four, four, four and a half months, less than five months to actually get the entire film from pre-production to completely finished and at Sci-Fi Channel office. Um, oh, wow. To get done, so... It was it was nuts because the it they were I mean the post production was working twenty four hours a day to do everything wow. and, and and luckily I wasn't involved in any of that because I was just I was dead dead completely uh, after our I think we asked for seven weeks to build everything we got five because we had to ship everything to Bulgaria and then and then finish building everything there and just and shoot wow. the film and but it was a lot of fun I mean Corey Feldman actually was a pretty cool guy and. We got to do some cool stuff over there, and and the the film got you know it's like it's not one of the not one of the favorite of the series, but I got a little soft spot for it because it was it was a decent budget, and the executive producer hired me onto another show, and that I did that well, I really liked a lot, and so it was a lot of fun. So, oh yeah, I, I think our friends. With... Yeah, I think I'm friends with the uh, writer of it. Uh, is it is it Craig Hammond write it? No, no, it's uh, Courtney Joyner. Uh, Courtney Joyner wrote it. Okay, yes. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah Courtney, so Courtney, great. Courtney, We've actually yeah, got him was, coming uh, on the show again. Don't ask him about that because he'll probably give you a good laugh. No, actually, he's he's really open about it. He can tell you some good stories about, like, you know. <laughs> but, but uh, no, it's a such a great guy, and it was, you know, poor Ted Nicolau. I mean, it's like it wasn't his cup of tea, but he did a he did a great job. <laughs> and it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Good thing we're all still friends in the end of it. So that's awesome. All right, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Laura, do you have any questions right now for uh, both of them? I I mean I for me it's uh, I would say um, for well for both of them I the same kind of kind of the same kind of question, but let's start with uh let's start with jeff what what was it like what was the one thing that made you interested um in 
like special effects? Like what was that one thing for you or, or just to even take that leap in into the film industry? Well, like who well, who was it someone that inspired you completely like one person or one thing, one film? Go ahead. Well it was it was a lot of different lot of different things. I mean because because again, I mean growing up where I where I was and I didn't know when I was a kid, and I and I haven't I didn't even think about these experiences till later in life. That where I grew up, I was surrounded by a lot of effects people: Jim Danforth, David Allen, Dennis Murin, Rick Baker. All these guys were in the phone book, and I could just look them up and call them. And 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 I did, and and I'm surprised <laughs> that they didn't they didn't hate me for it. But but um, like I said, it was. I had been seeing stuff on television. I knew I was into monsters at an yeah. early age, but it was when when I saw um, uh, the the morning that the movie Equinox was released. Um, and Equinox was a was a it was essentially a practically a student film that okay. that ended up getting that ended up getting released theatrically with new scenes added. And it, it, the Criterion Collection released uh, both versions of the movie a few a few years ago. So once it gets a Criterion, you know it's it means something. But, oh, but the wow. film I saw, yeah, the morning it was released on, on television, there was, a, there was a morning news program, and they had David Allen and Dennis Murin on, and they were showing scenes from the movie, and they had the puppets. Uh-huh. And I saw them, and I saw you know, and I went, that's it. I, and I wanted to do stop motion originally, and so Ray Harryhausen, of course, was a big influence. And meeting him when I was about fourteen was was a really big thing. But but it was just um, I ended up getting into makeup effects because it just was sort of a more immediate thing, and that was becoming the big thing at the time. So so I kind of switched over to that. So right, yeah, that's. You know, it's always so fascinating. I love, I love getting the background on that because, like, for, you know, for me, as someone like, I, I was a theater performer for the longest time, and I recently got into the film industry. I would say like four years ago now, in, at least in horror, in the horror industry. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in New York City in theater, and it's one of those things where. It, I always like to hear other people's stories, like if, if it was the right time, if it wasn't the right time, if they had to work hard, if they didn't have to work hard. Because for me, I'm working hard. And, and it's just like it's so nice to hear those stories. Like for you, like like you said, you went into the special effects because it was just good for that time and you made it work for yourself. And it's so oh, it great to hear. Too. Yeah. And, like and you have so many great time. stories. Go ahead, well, I just sorry. Hope it was better taken over. My dad's a sheet metal company, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The special effects are sheet metal, so. <laughs> yeah. But. That, but that's just like it's just amazing to me, you know, and it, 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 it seems like you've had such a great, um, you know, you have an extensive background. You had you had such a great life. At least I think so. I'm not speaking for you. At least from the uh, outside <laughs> view. It looks like you had a great life as far as your resume. It looks fantastic. You've done some fantastic work. I've been and very it's just worked out yeah. for you, and I just want to applaud you for that. It's fantastic. I feel like I could do better, but to be honest with you, it's, it's like I've been really, really lucky, and, and I can't discount that. It's like I've met a lot of great people and made a lot of good friends, and 
you know, it's a really good experience. So, you know, for for that alone, you know, I feel very successful and, and, and very, very lucky. That's awesome. You know. That's really great. And 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 for you, um, uh, Jimmy, kind of the same thing. I mean, you answered before how you just fell into it, but was it was there something like when you were a kid, were you interested in theater, or film, or was it something that you knew that maybe you it would come to light one day, or was it really just out of the blue for you? And if it was, um, you know, what what was that person or that thing that pushed you towards it? And if it wasn't, if it was when you were a kid, like what was a film that um, that's like your favorite film that inspired you or something like that? As far as effects go, I, I think I always. I always uh, end up going back to the original, uh, The Exorcist, Dick Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. That 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 to me played off like a documentary. I mean, that just you know just the way that that film looks, William Freakin. I mean, his background and how the, the thing looks like it was just it looks so it just looks so real to me. It just you know, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't believe that that could actually be done. You know. <laughs> Right, and then later you come to find out that it's like you know, oh, you know, makeup and puppets and special effects and all that stuff. And then add in the fact, um, as a kid growing up with a lot of the other stuff like the Empire and Full Moon Video Zone and all that cool stuff, you know, like puppets and dolls running around stop motion, Harry Absolutely. House and stuff. And, oh, just you know, we it was like the glory days as a kid. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing better. It was nothing better than that coming up. I know you mentioned you were you're, which is so cool by the way. You mentioned you're just in your early twenties. And that you yeah. still uh, you prefer the practical effects, the old school effects, which I love that. That's so cool that that's yeah. coming back around. I don't think it ever yeah. goes out of style. Yeah. No, it's never. The classics <laughs> never go out of the style. Not at all. That's it. That's it. So was that, Jimmy, was that what kind of inspired you? Is like the special effects stuff or whatever? But what, or, or what inspired you as an actor to go out there and do what you love to do? Well, I've always been interested in films. Um, like I said, number one, horror, uh, easily. Like if I had to choose and go back, I'd choose horror. That's always my, my go-to. As a kid, like I said earlier, the heyday of just the uh, effects films and slasher films and, you know, the heavy, heavy, heavy effects. Um, so I, I guess they all pretty much inspired me. But like I said, when it came to actually getting into it, I just kind of, I literally fell into it. I just walked into that one day. and I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you think about wanting to do when you're a kid. You're like, Oh, yeah. that's really cool. I'm into this, but you, you know, you never saw it as something that you'd be doing. Uh, at least I didn't, I never saw it as something I'd start doing uh, in my late thirties. I'm going to give this a shot now. I, you know. <laughs> I, I will tell you some of the best, some of the best, like, and that's what inspires me today is, you know, you have your people like, uh, you know, Morgan Freeman and uh, there's another major actor. I'm forgetting his name right now. But they, they started in their uh, 40s. And, you know, some of them started in their 50s. And they just, it, it was one of those things kind of like you where, um, or, or, you know, or like me where, you know, they, they push, they push, and it just was never the right place, right time. And then all of a sudden they fell into a good group of people. And that good group of people put them in the right place. And it feels like that's, kind of where what happened to you, you know, you, you just stop and it just land a good possibility and you you grew from that and that's just so inspiring, you know, it's so great. And then I'm and it's like it's awesome that you found good people to work with, you know. If I'm not yeah. speaking, I don't know if you have. I don't that's another question actually. 
<laughs> do you like the people you guys have worked with? <laughs> I hate every single one of them. Right, uh, right, Jeff. They're all horrible. Well, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. I, it's like there's a few times. I, you know, something. I, yeah, it's like I, you know, something. Yeah, I've, I've, I've probably put my foot in my mouth one too many times. But to be honest with you, it's like. I guess you learn something from everybody and, and yeah. uh you know, and you just try to you know, try to bite your tongue if you don't if you don't. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's really tough because this is a business of personalities and sometimes it is not click and, and uh um, but you know, but the thing is, that, you know, I think there's a lot of great people too. I can think of just like all the just the really cool people that I've met throughout the years. Of people I grew up watching as a kid, like in you know movies and stuff, and then end up working with them. I yeah. mean, what's better than that? You know, to to right. meet people and then find right. out how cool they are. Not all of them, not all of them have been really cool. But you know, something like the way I look at it, I said maybe they're just having a bad day. You know, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So. You know, and I, I do find like the older the older I get, the more I see that. The more I'm like, you know, everyone has their bad days, or everyone has their rough week or rough month. Yeah. You know, and and we all are going yeah. through it. I mean, you know, life itself, you know, is shitty sometimes. Yeah. You know, so okay. it's like, you know, I always give people like that benefit like I try and like especially being an actor I try to just put myself in other people's shoes and just be like okay like did I ever feel that way yes I did so why why should I be upset yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well also I wanted to I wanted to mention Jeff because you, you mentioned that um there was you know uh the whole the whole idea of um people who you know, you get to work with people that you that you admire and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was I forgot who who said it, but there was you know uh, some great actor or whatever said, "What other industry do you get to work with people that you that you grew up watching or grew up you know yeah. loving or you know wanting to imitate?" Yeah. There's no real you know artists don't grow up you know saying I I want to be like, you know like Michelangelo and got to work with them. You know what I mean? Like you know, but sure, we yeah. in the film industry get that opportunity to do that, and that is that to me is is amazing because yeah. you know there are people that I've looked up to that I've worked with that I was lucky enough to you know have scenes with or whatever, and um, oh, you know, and um, I'm sure you feel the same way. So. Yeah, I can give you an example. It's like as a as a teen, or actually maybe it was around just out of I was just maybe out of high school or just around the end of high school. It's like my my friend's dad worked at uh, Universal Studios and he was Jack Klugman's driver uh, during the Quincy show days and and so we got invited down there and got to spend the day and so we met Jack and the, the cast and stuff. And years later, I ended up producing um, Jack's last show. Um, it was a web series that, that a friend of mine had, cre- had created and I did the effects for it, but uh, um, it was just one of those weird serendipitous things um, um, that just, you know, you never would expect happen, you know, but uh, it did. It was, it was really, really neat um, seeing Jack. Oh, that's, that's a great story. Um, well, we're almost at the end of time, so um, let me get what you guys basically have been up to. Uh, Jimmy, what have you been up to lately? 
Oh, my God. What haven't I been up to, brother? <laughs> we spoke about this the last time I talked to you. It's been an insane year, year and a half, almost two years now, man. It's like, like, like you mentioned earlier, just, you know, you get into something, you just roll with it. And it's just, I've been lucky. I, I, I would say lucky and on, and actually honored and humbled to actually, to be able to do this for as long as I have the past year, year and a half, because there's a lot of time off and there's a lot of downtime. Um, but I just, we just wrapped up a, a new show coming called ATL Homicide. That's going to be its oh, uh, nice. new crime, crime drama series that's going to hit, I think, in June. Uh, my new, uh, I guess, one-man show, if you want to call it that, uh, short film is actually making the rounds now through the festival circuit this year. Uh, really, really excited about that. It's getting some really good reviews. Uh, it's called Box. Uh, oh, nice. Really, 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 yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um like I said, I'm getting a lot of positive buzz back on that. And that's that's a completely different type of role for me. Uh very dramatic. Very um very different from what I've done. So I got a I got a chance to really kind of stretch a little bit there. So it's really rad. And, Sweet. Uh, um Fury Fury of the Dragon or the Fury rather now. <laughs> is gonna be like I said, it's in post in LA and then that should be out later this year as well. That's one I'm looking Hi. forward to. Yeah, man, me too. <laughs> yeah, the crazy, the crazy, uh, crazy dude. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, what about you, Jeffrey? Uh, well, I've been, uh, I spent some time over at Vincent Gostini's studio, and I, uh, I ran a show for him called The Black Room, which got uh, released with some pretty good reviews uh, last year. It starred Natasha Henstridge and of Species. Fame and and uh, oh yeah, I, 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 lo- I love the Black Room. That was a great movie. That's, well, it was a lot of fun. It was a really t- that was another tough show, but I'll go into that. But it was but it was really cool. And I love Rolf and Rolf Kanowski and Esther Goodstein, the director and producer. And, and I've got a feature that I produced. Uh, it was titled The Passengers, but it, it's going to actually go through a through a title change. Where we haven't figured it out. It's a uh, it's Haunted Toys on an eighteen wheeler. Um, across the country, so but uh, a good portion has been shot. It was kind of shelved for a little bit because uh, the the writer director became very wildly successful as a children's um, picture book author. So that's kind of held him up for a while. So but we're back on track, and uh, we should have a cut of it in the next couple of months, and see what we have to do some new shoots on, and then and then try to get it to, out in the market. Nice. Exciting. Nice. I hope it goes well. Sounds like an awesome story. I hope so, too. It's been a while. Yeah. I like to see it again. I like to see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, cool. um, so we, at the end of the show, we usually uh, get you guys uh, to give us your uh, social media links so people can uh, hook up with you guys. So, uh, Jimmy? Yeah. Uh, Instagram, the real Jimmy D, or the real James D, rather. I'm on there. Um, IMDb, you can check my stuff out there and I think, I have a Facebook page too actor Jimmy Dempster I, I try to get on there as often as I can I know Facebook is, uh, Instagram is so much easier <laughs> yeah. well, I, I have a website I have a website um, www.obscureartifacts.com 
Um, it's a pretty long word. I won't spell it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> if you type in, you'll, you'll figure it out eventually. You just put my name in, and it should, it should pop up on the search engine. But um, that, that has links to my IMDb page and a bunch of stuff. It's not the newest page, but it's, it's fun to look at. And, and uh, my, uh, I've got my, uh, my Facebook page, too, and that's just, that's just my plain old name and, or obscure artifacts on uh, Facebook also.
thinking if we start up the uh, right to the round table again, we should do hot tubs of the round table and get people to come in on a hot tub. What I'm saying. It's just all yeah, you know something and just because it's already you can just sit there with a straw and a in a, a glass of water and sit there and blow bubbles into it and everybody will think that you're in a hot tub, so Bring your own booze. Yeah, bring your own beer. Like beer and hot Let's all get to know each other. That's definitely a good way to get to know each other. I love Um, it. I love it. Well, you know, know, a video would be a better way to go. So if we could do a video show. Well, that's just it. Then you need, like, just a big screen TV set up and a bunch of movies, too. So (laughs) you I love yeah. it. Oh my gosh, I love it. That'd be awesome. Oh my god, a lot of pizza, a lot of pizza in here. Yes. So yeah, so next week for sure we've got Courtney coming on. So uh, see Courtney Joiner. So um, awesome. so I'll I'll tell him you said hi, Jeff. Oh, and, for sure, definitely. Um, awesome. <laughs> Uh, and then the um, following week, I've got uh, Jackson Barr, who is also another full moon regular. Oh um, gosh, wow. And then I'm, I'm in talks with a really big full moon guy, other than not Char- Charlie, unfortunately, but uh, um, but uh, somebody who's who's really worked with them a good ma- amount. Uh, but I can't say anything yet. Uh, that's going to be for the anniversary episode, which is on April 2nd. So um, if everybody, you know, you'll find out probably in about a few, in a couple weeks, I'll, I'll announce it. But uh, for now, um, yeah. Are you, are you ready for that, Laura? <laughs> I am ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'll be in my okay. hot tub with my beer. That's how ready I'll be. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. You can do it. You can do the interview from the hot tub if you want. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, well, I, mean, I can I just stop find, you anyway. Like, some random hot tub in a backyard, somewhere in random backyard, like not even some a hot tub I know. Just they hop in a random hot tub. They're like, I am currently in the backyard of I don't know, but in their hot tub. The guy comes running out of the house and goes over and says. Get out of my damn hot tub. You just look at him and go, you know who I am, sir? Yeah, I can see you prowling around for hot tubs. Yeah. Right just, you, you see this hot tub. You see the That would be cool. We could just call the podcast Hot Tub Crashers, and we just go around and we crash hot tubs. It's going to be people. And they talk about hot we're tubs. Now, we're now changing the whole format of the show. It's no longer about pressure right. around people. It's now about hot tubs. There's no hot tub hopping. Yeah. That's how the best ideas always come to fruition anyway, man. They get, you know, brainstormed and tossed around, and then they break down. It's just been crazy. Uh, Well, I would love to continue this conversation, but unfortunately they're going to cut us off in about a minute. So I wanted to say thank you guys so much for um, uh, calling in. You guys were wonderful guests. Um, You guys are welcome back uh, for whatever we end up doing for the next kind of show. Sure. So if you guys want to come hot to the tub. Hot Tub Show, that would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Oh, Thanks so much. Yeah, man. Pleasure thank meeting you. and talking with all y'all. 
Yeah, oh, thank you guys here. so much. It was great to meet you. And a shout-out both Jimmy and Jeff. Like, you guys are awesome. And for all our listeners out there, follow them. They're amazing. And the work they're doing is phenomenal. And the work they're going to be doing is going to be even better. So check them out. Thank you, Jonathan and Sarah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right. You too. Take Bye. care. Bye. 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 B